Hello and welcome to the Helix Reviews Podcast. My name is David Arrington, bringing you reviews from a Christian geek worldview. And today on the show, I'm going to be talking about Black Widow. Marvel is back in theaters. And the, the first time in a long time, what since uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, which was shortly after Avengers Endgame. And then suddenly... With COVID, with government overreach and all that jazz, this has all been delayed, it's all been stopped, and now, finally, finally, after over a year now, we're getting back into the Marvel movies with the first of three Marvel movies that are going to be releasing this year. Uh, first with Black Widow, then with Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi, and then with the Eternals near the end of the year. I was extremely excited for this movie, so let's just get right into it. I tell people my sister moved out west. You're a science teacher. Your husband, he renovates houses. You're thinking about moving, but you're gonna wait until the interest rates go down. That's not my story. <laughs> Black Widow. Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Black Widow, confronts the darker parts of her ledger when a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past arises in present day. Well, actually, in present day being, uh, like, in between uh, Civil War and Infinity War is kind of the time period that this takes place in because this is a prequel. Uh, pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down, Natasha must deal with her history as a spy and her broken relationships left in her wake long before she became an Avenger. What in the world? Okay, I'm reading this description. This does not make any sense. This is not accurate. It's it, She was already an Avenger, and then uh, she has to deal with some of these repercussions of her past coming up again in the present. Before I was an Avenger, I made mistakes. of enemies. Themes, messages, ideas, this is the part of the show where I discuss the thematic material that popped out to me while I was watching Black Widow. Uh, so the the kind of obvious one that, that immediately pops out is family, because this is a movie about uh, kind of reuniting Natasha, reuniting Black Widow with her spy family from the past. And, and you know, where, where we've seen her already in the Avengers movies and stuff, we know that her past isn't good. And we know that, that you know, we, we don't know much about her family in the past, but we know there's, there's stuff that happened in the past and it all kind of turned out bad. W what we got here is a broken family ultimately. So I think, I think what's kind of interesting about this movie is that it shows, it's it kind of shows a little bit the importance of having a, a family in your life, you know, but it also, it shows some of the effects a broken family can have on children. You know, like like the kind of the damage that a broken family can cause to the, the children of the family. And to a certain extent, to the adults of the family. In real life, definitely both to the adults and the children of the family. I, I honestly, I kind of wish they, they dived into this a little bit more. Because it's... 
it, it's somewhat surface level. It's there and there's a couple moments where they kind of dive into it a little bit, but I do wish they maybe went into this a little bit deeper throughout the course of the movie. But I, I did think it was interesting, you know, seeing the broken relationships and the, the damage that that does to your loved ones when when you do certain things or, or when, uh, you know, you handle your family drama in certain ways or what not. Basically, seeing what a broken and a split up and, a, and a, this family, you know, seeing how uh, the, the kids ultimately, because we're focused on one of the kids, we're focused on Natasha, uh, you know, seeing how they have coped and dealt with this and have moved forward from this. Uh, and, you know, I thought that was pretty interesting because that is honestly very relevant to nowadays considering the the rates of, you know, divorce and the, the rates of, you know, things like that or, or people that never got married and just, you know, have kids and then suddenly, you know, if that that family gets broken up, you know, that's, that's a broken family. That's not even was started properly, you know, and then you can kind of see the damage of, of some of, you know, what happens there with that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, again, I, I wish they went into this a little bit deeper, but ultimately it was, it's, it's somewhat surface level there. Uh, also there's just the, the idea that just because you are born into a system doesn't mean you have to play into it. Just because you're born into one thing or you're born to be one thing doesn't mean that you have to be that thing, which is accurate. I mean, looking at that and, and kind of uh, reflecting on that in the, the life of a Christian, that's what a, a Christian should be. A Christian is born into a world of sin. A Christian is born into a world of, of evil. And, but, but we're tasked as Christians to be set apart, we're tasked to be holy, we're, we're tasked to be different from the world. So we're, we're not supposed to be like this system that we're born into. We're not supposed to play into this system that we're born into. We're supposed to be different, we're supposed to be separate, we're supposed to be uh, better, ultimately, with God's help. And so ultimately, I think that idea of, you know, you know, Black Widow is kind of, uh, you know, born into this this lifestyle of of, you know, the, the spy and all this kind of stuff. You know, she's kind of just kind of born and brought right into this lifestyle at a very young age. But, you know, ultimately, you know, what we've seen in the, the previous movies and stuff, we know that she turns her back on that. We know that she you know, she doesn't want to have all that red in her ledger anymore and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, that ultimately, I think that's a, a fairly positive message is that just because you're born into it or just because you're, you're supposed to be one thing or whatever doesn't mean you have to be. You can still choose. You can still make your own decisions and you can turn from your, the way that you're pointed if the way that you're pointed is wrong, ultimately, uh, which ultimately I think is a, is a fairly positive thing. He's called Science Taskmaster. He controls the Red Room. They're manipulated. Fully conscious, but no choices. I should have come back for you. How many others are there? Enough. As I said earlier, I was extremely excited going into this movie. And, you know... I was, I was also a little bit skeptical of why is this coming out now? Why didn't this movie come out before Avengers Endgame? 
And honestly, coming out of the movie, I'm still kind of questioning why didn't this come out before Avengers Endgame? You know, it, it would not take much in order to move this movie to before Avengers Endgame. And so why? Why? I, I don't understand with what the, the fate of her character in Endgame, why would they make and, and put this movie out now as opposed to this being the movie that goes in between Infinity War and Endgame? To me, that makes so much more sense even after seeing the movie. Uh, that said, I really enjoyed this movie. This movie is a lot of fun. Definitely a a fun, more lighthearted take than something like Avengers Endgame, which was a bit more grave, grand, serious kind of take. Uh, the exploration of Black Widow's past in here I thought was great. In meeting some of this, this family and some of these characters from her past, uh, they really opened the floodgates to explore so much more of her past, so much more of what happened to her and I thought it was really interesting. We we learned some new stuff and some stuff that we've kind of got hinted at before. Uh, you know, we get a, a little bit more of an explanation or a little bit more of a look at some of that stuff, which was really cool. I yeah, I really enjoyed seeing the the exploration of Black Widow's past. The family, the family that they introduce in here is absolutely fantastic, man. This has a great supporting cast of characters. Uh, Florence Plu, Plu, uh, I don't, uh, Pew, maybe? I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce her last name, but playing Yelna, uh, or Yelena, is uh, Black Widow's sister kind of character in here. Absolutely fantastic, so much fun. Uh, both a character that is very fun and dynamic, and also a character that is, is, has depth. There is definitely depth to this character that uh, that this actor brings that I think is absolutely fantastic, man. If they're trying to kind of set her up to be the next Black Widow or whatever, you know, I, I don't know. But if that's if that's their thought process with this character, then honestly, I'm kind of on board. You know, I I could see this character moving forward and getting, I don't know, a movie of her own or being in an Avengers movie or something like that because I really, really enjoyed this character. David Harbour playing the Red Guardian in here is so much fun, man. This dude has so much uh, charisma and he, he's kind of playing the big brute kind of character and he plays that to a T. Uh, it's, it's very fun. It's very funny. Oftentimes kind of played for kind of comedic relief, but at points having... Having the heart in there and, and kind of having some of those emotional connections in there that really work. David Harbour as a Red Guardian is so, so good. Uh, Rachel Wise as Milena, the mother type character, also very good. A, a uh, interesting character. I think there's some, I guess there's some interesting levels to her character as the movie plays out. And yeah, I, I enjoyed her. Taskmaster. Okay. Uh, so Marvel <laughs> did it again with the villains, I guess. Uh, this is this is kind of a bummer, honestly. I did not like Taskmaster in this movie. I was honestly when I saw Taskmaster was gonna be the villain in Black Widow, I thought that's already right off the bat. That's that's a misuse of this character. This is this is not the character that you have as a just kind of this random one-off villain that they had in this movie, uh, which is pretty much I mean maybe the villain or whatever, but it's like that's pretty much it. Just seems like a random one-off throwaway kind of villain in this movie, as opposed to Taskmaster, the really cool villain from the comics that can copy all the different you know any fighting style that he sees. That is technically in this movie. He can technically copy the fighting styles that he 
NPCs and changes it up on the fly and stuff. And so you see elements of different characters. Like if you if you watch him carefully, you see elements of you know Captain America, uh, Black Widow, Black Panther, all those characters. You see elements of these characters like in some of the fighting moves and some of the fighting style that he has here in this movie with Taskmaster. But ultimately, it's it's such a bummer because that just that just feels like a little bit of fluff that just feels like a little bit of random background something that was thrown into that character that is not at all focused on in the movie even remotely you know it's just something that's just kind of thrown in there that really taskmaster should have been the villain of a team-up movie and ultimately i don't know i, I just felt like the, what they did with taskmaster in this movie was just such a waste of potential because his, I mean, first off, his power set, uh, just being, you know, you can watch anybody and take their fighting style and immediately use that fighting style uh, is just totally wasted because you only have them fighting against, you know, this one character that the fighting style is that, you know, and it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's honestly, it's just such a bummer that they used that character. It, it really could have been anybody. It, in my opinion, it was such a, a waste of a cool Marvel Comics character uh, that's was just kind of a throwaway villain. I mean, the, the Taskmaster, it wasn't like, it was a horrible character or whatever, I guess. It's fine. But it's just, it, it's, a, it's a waste of a cool comic book character, ultimately, in my opinion. Also, the, the comic book outfit's cooler than the movie outfit in this instance, I think. Uh, <laughs> I do think they could have hit some of the emotional beats in this movie a little harder. Uh, there's... This is, again, like I said earlier, this is the fun Marvel movie. This is the, the more lighthearted, goofy kind of Marvel movie. Uh, you know, you, you can tell this isn't a movie that's directed by the Russo brothers or something. You know, if the Russo brothers were handling this movie, I think they there were certain moments that were a little bit more comedic at the expense of some of the drama. And if the Russo brothers were directing it, I think they would have went ahead and went with that drama a little bit harder and, and went with some of those dramatic moments a little bit more so that you it'll it'll gut punch you a little bit more it'll hit you in the feelings a little bit more at certain points in this movie and ultimately ultimately you know the movie's fun the movie's really entertaining i think the movie could have been a little bit deeper had it pulled back on the comedy at just a few moments ultimately a few moments in the movie where they they had they played certain things slightly more seriously uh it would have ultimately made the movie probably more dramatically impactful than it was, uh, which would have been a good thing, especially because this is the only, this is, you know, this is the first and the last Black Widow movie, supposedly, right? So, and it's coming out after her, you know, endgame sequences, like, you know, this, this should have been, it could have been a little bit more dramatic in those moments, and it, and it should have been a little bit more dramatic in those moments, in my opinion, anyway. Ultimately, though, this is a lot of fun. I, man, I had a blast watching this. I was happy to be finally watching another Marvel movie on the big screen again. Uh, you know, we got WandaVision, we got uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which are great. I loved both of those series, man. Watching Loki right now, oh my gosh, it's so much fun. It's it's those are great. I'm having so much fun, but I'm I'm glad the Marvel movies are back on the big screen and back fast. You know, it's like they're they're backed up from all this time off, I guess, because now we're gonna have three Marvel movies in the last half of 2021, and then we got more Marvel movies next year. And oh my goodness, uh, amazing! Let's bring it on. Black Widow, a lot of fun. Here's what's gonna happen. Natasha, don't slouch. I'm not slouching. You're going to get the big hunch. Mm, listen to your mother. Oh my, this- up, up, All right, enough, all of you. 
I didn't say anything. That's not fair. Black Widow is rated PG-13 for intense sequences of violence slash action, some language and thematic material. I would give Black Widow a four out of five stars on the enjoyability scale. At some point we all have to choose between what the world wants you to be and who you are. I made my choice. I'm done running. The Helix Reviews Podcast is a proud member of the Christian Geek Central Network, a hub of all kinds of cool Christian geeky stuff from around the web. All funneled to ChristianGeekCentral.com. Check it out. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna gonna get into some spoilers here. It's a spoiler warning for Black Widow. You've been warned. If you haven't seen it, don't listen unless you want to, because then you can. And uh, yeah, let's get into this thing. Uh, so a few things here. Uh, first off, Black Black <laughs> Taskmaster. Let's let's talk about Taskmaster. The the reveal of Taskmaster was it was kind of just a bummer, honestly. It was because like. I don't know, man. Okay, Taskmaster in the comics is is a cool character. The character himself is the the bounty hunter type character, the the contractor type character that you know you can you can hire that guy and he'll go kill whoever you need or whatever. The, that kind of villainous type character, at least in the points in the comics where I've read him. And so it's like uh, you know, as like a deep personal kind of character character. Uh, he's not the most amazing character in the comics, but his power is awesome. And then to get it revealed that he's just this dude's, you know, daughter that was just, I don't know, it, it almost just feels thrown in. It's just, oh, he's the, it's his daughter there, and now she's gonna kill Black Widow because she's also being mind-controlled, I guess. You know what I thought would have been cool? Would have been cool is if at the end of the movie, when Black Widow is like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna save you. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, you, you have this giant action sequence, pretty cool, you're falling from the sky, she falls a million miles and then somehow survives, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, you hit the ground, Taskmaster's there, and Black Widow's there, and she breaks the vial, it flies in Taskmaster's face, she goes, oh, and she's released from the, uh, the, the mind control. You know what I thought would have been cool is... If the reveal there was she was never mind controlled, she smells that and goes, no, nah, that's, you know, that doesn't affect her because she wasn't mind controlled. She just wants to kill Black Widow, you know, or something like that. Like that would have been a cool twist or that would have been an interesting twist. Instead, she's just the most blandest, boringest villain ever. And I just don't care. Uh, <laughs> it's just kind of a, again, the, the Taskmaster in this is just, is kind of a bummer, you know, ultimately. I, I, <sighs> I wanted more, and it's just, again, it's just, just kind of wasted potential here. The end credits scene here, uh, Yelena, was that her name? Yeah. Uh, the, you know, Black Widow's sister here, uh, at Black Widow's grave. By the way, the only part, the only part of this movie, the only reason that it had to be afterwards, right? The only reason that this had to take place after Endgame is this little, this little tiny sequence, you know? And, and it's, why? Okay. <laughs> the only reason is this little after credit sequence. Everything else, this movie could have just taken place before Endgame. Why? Why did we do that? Anyway, Yelena is there 
at the the gravesite, and then who reveals their face but Valentina from Falcon and Winter Soldier is there. She is apparently working to they're working together. Uh, this is the the lady that recruited the uh, the the new Captain America supposedly from Falcon and Winter Soldier, and you know the guy who would eventually become U.S. agent ultimately. At least if he's not now, he will become shortly U.S. agent, uh, and so. Somehow they're working together with uh, Elena too, and then they're gonna go after Hawkeye apparently because she's like, "Hey, look, this is the guy that killed Black Widow," which is just like totally not true. But okay, for some reason she wants them to go after Hawkeye. I I do not trust her like at all. I don't know. What <laughs> I don't know what's her deal is really. Uh, I believe in the comics she's like an agent of Shield, but I don't know who she is an agent of in this universe because it doesn't seem like Shield. But I don't know. I'm very curious. Curious to see what that's gonna do. It, does this mean Yelena's coming back in the Hawkeye series? That's what it seems like. That's what it seems like it's hitting at. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Does this mean U.S. Agents is coming back in the Hawkeye series too? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to see where this is gonna be. I'm curious to see who Valentina is gonna turn out to be. You know, uh, very interesting. Very, very curious uh I, i'm curious to see if they make another black panther or black panther if they make another black widow movie because honestly i think now they could make the black widows or something you know and you could have elena you know as the central character and then you know bring back red guardian and them but then you also have the other black widows and you have the the ones that are out there and she has to go save those ones you know kind of leaving her with that kind of mission i thought was kind of cool and so you know having the next movie having you know going out to save one of them and then some other conspiracy starts or some other big thing starts and then you know so now you have like a team of of black widows led by yelena in here like i i don't know i think that that could be cool you know i i kind of hope they make a sequel to black widow with her in the lead but if they don't it seems like they're setting her up for the future of the marvel universe it, it definitely seems like this movie is important to the future of the Marvel Universe. It's not like it's a throwaway, okay, you begged for a Black Widow movie, fine, here's a Black Widow movie. You know, it seems like it's more than that. It seems like they're definitely setting up for stuff in the future. I'm very curious to see what that stuff is going to be. And, you know, I, I kind of hope there is another Black Widow movie, ultimately. General Ross is back in here, which is is pretty cool. I mean, he he pretty much plays the same character that we've seen before, much like in you know the Incredible Hulk. He's instead of chasing down Bruce Banner, he's chasing down Natasha now, uh, and you know, it, which I mean, this all makes sense. I mean, considering uh, you know he was a kind of an integral part in Civil War with kind of starting all that kind of stuff because of the Accords and stuff, um, and then. Uh, was he in Infinity War? I don't really remember. But I mean, where he was at with some of those things in the Marvel Universe, it makes sense that he would be here and be chasing down Natasha for that, especially because of where he was at in Civil War. Though I don't know what happened between him and Natasha at the end of this movie, because at the end of this movie, like... There's the gigantic, you know, crazy over-the-top action scene where they're falling down from the sky and somehow Black Widow, just this normal lady, supposedly, uh, not super-powered lady anyway, comes crashing down, survives, and then it's like, oh wait, now this whole caravan is coming up of people, of soldiers, how is she gonna get out of this? Cuts, apparently she got out of it, and that's just that, and it's just like, oh, okay, I, I guess she got out of it, uh... 
<laughs> okay, interesting, I guess. Uh, you know, it was it was the kind of thing. Where it was like, unless I'm forgetting something, which in between, <laughs> since I've watched Black Widow, I, I went back and watched Civil War again, and there wasn't anything in there that explained it. And I'd like, I don't know, I don't know what happened. I don't know why, I, how she got out of that. Did she fight her way out? Did she did she talk her way out? I expected him to pull up, for her to have some kind of conversation and somehow convince him. To, to let her leave or convince him to do something. I don't know. I expected something to happen there and it's just kind of cut off and just, I don't know. It, it, it It's just kind of weird. I don't know. It just seems like it's, it, it, it just left a, a plot thread hanging there a little bit. And it wasn't, I mean, it was an important plot thread, I guess, because he was chasing her throughout the whole movie, but it wasn't like the most vital plot thread of all, but it was still like, it was still just why, why didn't we see that? You know, it, I don't know. I just find it kind of weird. So overall, I, I liked this movie, man. This movie, it's a lot of fun. It's not gonna go down as one of the best Marvel movies out there. It's not gonna, you know, go down in the top, uh, you know, once it's all said and done. But it's an absolute blast, and it's it's a good time. What did you think? Shoot me an email, helixreviewspodcast at gmail.com, and let me know. That's it for this time. Coming up on the show here, uh, I got a review of Resident Evil Village and of Little Nightmares. That'll probably be the next episode, uh, considering that has been recorded, and I just need to edit it and put it out there. Uh, but I just gonna, I'm just going to edit this and put this out there first, because this is, just came out. And also Loki, man. I, I, I watch Loki. I, I'm very excited about Loki. And so uh, I got to get together with Josiah and record an episode about that as well. So until then, it's Dave. David, Helix Roots Podcast, signing out. Bye-bye, guys.